0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Let Me Tell You's in the podcast. It is Wista. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about, because if we talk about what you want to talk about. You be here, but you're not fucking here. Um, if you are a new listener, welcome to the party. If you are an OG part of the Wista gang, part of the Wista posse, if you've been back every single fucking week just to hear me talk shit, welcome back. Um, you guys, w- like, can we just give myself a round of applause? Look at this, consistency. We are back for a second week of being back and getting our shit together. But y'all, I will say, thank you everybody who like reached out after posting that new episode. Drea, thank you for replying back to my email, girl. I appreciate you. I definitely will reply back to you, I promise, boo. But um, you guys, thank you so much for just like reaching out and showing that love and showing everything. I truly appreciate it. I actually wanted to share some things, you know, little news. I am thinking of renaming this podcast. I think I said it the last episode. It might be renamed. You know what? I'm not going to say it was going to be renamed because I don't know which motherfuckers are listening to this shit and trying to send me some fucking evil. Like, Some of y'all bitches really be testing me, especially recently. I know we're in Sagittarius season and shit is crazy. So I'm going to tell you what I might rename it just because I've noticed there's been like a high influx of like, let me tell you something, podcasts is around. And obviously, you know, this podcast has been around since like 2016 so you know i got the og name but honestly sometimes if a rebrand is needed y'all know me i will rebrand the fuck i might even be changing up the logo soon i might be showing my actual face on the logo rather than my cartoon character but if you want to see how i look like go on instagram i got videos on there or go on tiktok also i did rename the tiktok so that might actually be the name of the podcast but if you want to find that go in the description box to check that out But you guys, let's get on to like a life update. And I know I promised that I would tell you guys about my birthday. So if you don't know, my birthday recently passed, you know, November 7th. I personally think, you know, best year, best number. It's right after Halloween and then before Thanksgiving, you know, seven is a divine number. So I guess I'm a divine ass bitch. Um... (laughs) wow Scorpio season was definitely crazy I remember I was like oh my god I gotta put an episode out for my birthday and then I realized uh, bitch you need to use your birthday to fucking reflect on your past and know that bitch you're pushing 30 let's get some shit together but one thing I wanted to do especially with like this year of change because I could say like 2023 is definitely like the year that opened the door for me to truly be myself myself out there we're still working on getting out of our comfort zone so I would say this year is definitely the beginning of me getting out of my comfort zone and doing things that I've always wanted to do rather than staying in the house and watching 90 day fiance or watching family Chantel and complaining about motherfuckers on reality tv when I think I should be on reality tv but my birthday came and I wanted to celebrate my birthday obviously you know you guys know I lost around 85 90 pounds I haven't stepped on the scale in like two weeks but girl my clothes are still getting more way much more loose which we'll talk about weight loss another episode but I wanted to celebrate my birthday bring some of my friends from like high school grad school um even undergrad and then bringing in some of my friends I met through the internet all together just to celebrate my life like what so I will say this planning a birthday party really shows you who's gonna write out for you and who won't when I tell you I made an evite and let everybody know this is the date this is the time location is not secured yet because i didn't know how many you motherfuckers are coming or not you have two weeks to tell me are you coming or not and i even said in the fucking um bio for it if you do not have it I fully understand. Inflation is real. Motherfuckers can't pay for their fucking groceries. Let me know ahead of time that you ain't got it. And I will gladly take you off the list. And I I will have major respect for you to tell me, yo, I ain't got it. I would love to attend, but I ain't got it. So some people let me know straight up, hey, I won't be able to afford it, this and that. Sorry. I know what kind of taste you have. You have expensive taste and I can't afford it. And, I, and literally, you guys, I was like, okay, I totally understand. It's the thought that counts. I respect you for even telling me that you can't afford it. But then I had some friends who still pulled up. They're like, bitch, you know, I ain't got it, but I'm still going to show up for you because you've done so many things for me. It really made me think like, damn, like some of y'all niggas really was putting yourself in credit card debt just to hang out with me. I love y'all for that. I love y'all. But damn, I appreciate it. But damn, I wanted to make sure you was good as long as your bills was paid and they made sure their bills was paid. So I appreciate that. But the reason why I did it like that, because we see so many times when it comes to like birthday dinners, how they will already set up the whole thing and then only like three people show up. Because let's be real, I live in New York, bitch. So when it comes to birthday dinner, I already told motherfuckers, if you are coming from out of state, I'm going to let you know where you got to stay and what to do. And I had a few friends from like Boston and one of my homegirls from Philly come out and I was so surprised. I was like, damn, people out of state pulled up more than the motherfuckers I know in state. What the hell? And just seeing that very like, made me think wow okay I really do have a support system I didn't I was not expecting certain people to show up there are some people I was expecting them to say no they can't come that actually showed up and there are people I was expecting to show up that didn't show up so it really goes to show you don't have high expectations for people just because you are close with people does not mean they can um come to everything for you I'm the type of person bitch you said no to my birthday dinner I'm not coming to your birthday dinner I know someone's gonna be like, oh, listen, that sounds so childish immature. No, if you're someone like me who's been through so much and learned so much fucking lessons when it comes to friendships, I am very particular who I look to, like in my circle. Trust me. I had this one person who I think she probably listened to this and I really don't care because I'm mad at her still. She was going through something. Like I said, communication is very important to me. If you're going through something, it is okay to communicate it with me because I'm the type of person, I'm not going to judge you for that. I'm not gonna judge you because I know everybody goes through shit. I know life is hard. I know life be life'. But it's the fact that you decide to let me know you cannot attend my birthday party a day before my birthday. I already knew you wasn't gonna be able to attend because you were still posting on Instagram, acting like everything was happy, go lucky, sharing these things, sharing you got a man and shit like that. And I'm just sitting there like, wow. Mm. You're on the list of who I can't depend on, and who I'm just not gonna invite to certain things. That's it. You, you're a serial ghoster, or it's just you're selective of who's you're gonna tend for. Oh, I'm glad she basically went to go speak to my other friend. I know I'm like jumping all over the place. Went to go speak to my other friend. Say, oh my god, I'm so happy she got to celebrate. You know, you guys know I'm going through things. I just don't like to communicate it. And my friend was like, you do know you're the one who told her she's celebrating her birthday, and you literally sat down with her. And like kind of hope they're playing it out that you just went goals. So I'm the type of person, once you show me that type of shit, I'm not. (laughs) No, I got to keep my distance with you. And especially for the fact you told me the day before my birthday. And it's like, no, and it's just no, no, no. So if you're listening to this, yes, I'm still mad at you, but hey, I hope everything's going good with you and your man. Thank you. Okay. But in general, I had fun on my birthday. It was definitely interesting to see how like certain people from certain sectors of my life all got together and it meshed well so I'm guessing you can say the people who didn't show up didn't show up for a reason because they probably wouldn't be able to fit the vibe so if you didn't show up, I appreciate that I truly do and if you showed up I truly appreciate it and I'll be at your birthday dinners and doing what we got to do but I will say this I know we always have the conversation about like who's going to pay the tab and I said to all my friends Apple Pay will be off on of my phone I'm not bringing any cards. I'm not bringing any money. I'm not bringing anything. So don't look at me. Hey, wista, are you gonna be the one to tap the card? It's my birthday. I'm not paying for shit. The only thing I came in was with my license, my keys in my bag. Everything else was off. Thank you. But yeah, that was the little birthday story. I guess after my birthday, I just realized I was like, okay, well, there's certain people I know who to go to for certain things, and there's certain people that I know who to invite to for certain situations and I think I had this conversation with my other friend who came to my birthday party because she's currently on like a trip and she's realizing she's like bro I don't want to hang out with some of these motherfuckers no more because this is not my vibe and then also it's like um okay y'all are the friends I invite for partying but we're the friends where we do activities because sometimes too is especially as somebody who's like losing weight or going through weight loss I feel like a lot of activities are are just revolved around food. And I know some of you like, oh what's up? you know, you that's that's life. Like you gotta we gotta be um vibing and eating and everything like that. I fully understand that. But the thing is, especially for someone who eats healthy, sometimes I feel like they're you're gonna the meet some some people who just don't understand what you're going through. Like I remember I had a friend who I low-key feel like she was trying to sabotage my weight loss and everything like that if i was like okay well i might not pull up because there's not really a healthy option she's like oh well you can find a different way to do this man nah. i'm like okay i like to treat myself i truly do but bitch i'm not treating myself every single fucking day no i'm not treating myself every fucking day because guess what that ruins your results so any single time somebody wants to hang out with me yes we can do an activity revolving around food just know if they ain't got an arugula salad, a goat cheese salad, if they don't have any grilled chicken or broccoli, I'm not coming. I'm just joking, you guys. I'll come, but like I'll work my way through. But still, definitely, you got to be mindful of who you hang out with and have like categories for each friend. I do categorize my friends. There are certain friends I wouldn't do certain activities with them because they'd be uncomfortable with that. Or there are certain friends I wouldn't bring in certain places just because they wouldn't vibe with it or they just wouldn't be fucking with it. That's simply what it is. And I know people are like, oh, you're going to put your friends in categories. I will, because guess what? We're being categorized somehow, some way. Even when we freaking fill out the census and shit, you're being categorized somehow, some way. Well, after that rant, let's get on to these topics. I feel like since I've been back, I am going to be ranting and give you guys like little tidbits of like what was happening when I was gone. But let's get on to these topics so let's start with the renaissance movie beyonce's film for the renaissance tour has officially come out in in theaters i am here for it did i go no yeah i didn't go i didn't go only because i am just that type of person especially when it comes to my faves i like to be secluded and in my own private space to take in all the emotions And you guys know me, I'm an empath. I ain't trying to be in the room. Everybody's dancing, having fun. And I I love that. But then it's like those energies. No, I can't be all up in that room. I think for me, I want to be in the humble of my home just to enjoy it myself and just not be around so many people just because everybody's screaming, doing this. I'm all for it. I'm all for being around some people. But sometimes too, as y'all know, I don't like people. I just don't. So I will be waiting till I guess maybe I'll watch it in three weeks when nobody's in theater no more. Or I'll wait until it's on HBO Max. And someone's going to be like, bro, Beyonce not going to put that shit on HBO Max. Beyonce will. She will. Beyonce will put that shit on HBO Max or some streaming platform to secure that bag. Although she had enough money, but still. Just to further build that generational wealth. And I think as well, too, when we're talking about awards season. Because awards season is coming up. I feel like this project, specifically this film, could definitely go up for an Oscar but do I think she's gonna win it and I have to be that person because I know I don't know I feel like the Academy somebody in the Academy has it out for Beyonce like I don't know what it is but if you're telling me the Taylor Swift film and the Beyonce film going head to head in a category I think neither would win and i have to say that only because i feel like the academy specifically the folks who are voting sometimes i feel like they have something against like musicians especially like musicians who are being um nominated for um categories outside of the music sector i don't know what it is because you think about how many times beyonce has been up for an oscar and they just don't let her have it but the grammys is good even at the emmys they don't be letting her have an Emmy and i understand someone's like oh well they're not letting her have it it's really about who you're voting for and also too is when you were in the process of like voting for these things it's all about a relationship shit so even like for example nikki's up for a grammy it's still like your peers are voting for you so if you didn't make that good first impression which i'm not saying um b or taylor didn't make that good first impression it's really about are you the people's favorite Or if it's just motherfuckers hating on you and they're just going to vote for you not to win just because they see you killing shit, but then they don't want you to be doing better than them, which I'm like, bro, um, these has a motivation so you can do better, but we'll see what happens with that. I really think this could be potentially the moment for her to get that EGOT, which a lot of like the beehive are like, oh my God, Beyonce has to get an EGOT, Beyonce has to get an EGOT. Um, Beyonce doesn't need that shit. She's fucking Beyonce. She's going to be in history books. She's going to be an inspiration for future singers, just like Diana Ross is, just like Tina Turner is. She don't need that fucking um what? That fucking little statue. She don't need that shit. What is it gonna do? Nothing else. She already freaking built some generational wealth for her fucking family for decades to come. Like let her live her life and be a mother. Like damn. Yes, Beyonce is one of the only Virgos I like. And I have to say this, going on her birth chart, Beyonce is not really a Virgo. hate to break it to you guys virgos beyonce is not really virgo she's really a libra if you look at her birth chart she has mad libra placements mad libra placements she is a fucking libra a lot of like the talented shit and all that comes from that libra energy Not from that Virgo energy. The perfectionism comes from the Virgo energy. Even when it comes to Michael Jackson, he's a Virgo too. He has tons of Pisces in his chart. That's very dreamy. Think about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is very dreamy, very illusionary, very Neptunian because of Pisces, all that Pisces energy he has. So I will argue with y'all Virgos all y'all want. Like I said, I'm right, you're wrong, but let's get on to the next topic. Tamar Braxton, you are getting played by that white man why did i say it like that bro <laughs> that is a terrible transition to go from beyonce and now talking about tamar braxton getting played by that white man so if you guys don't know who tamar braxton is tamar braxton is a singer she is the sister to tony braxton she is also the mother of vince who is a very popular producer who's worked with lady gaga they have a kid together they also had a show on we tv the Family Braxton Family Values, girl. That show's been on for so long. I forgot how to even say the fucking show's name. And then also the show Tamar and Vince. You guys have seen her with that one Nigerian businessman that she said was crazy as hell. And then she ended up on the show called The Queen's Court. Not The Queen's Court with Kaya and T.S. Madison that got canceled and that's a whole different conversation for a whole fucking other time. But the Queen's Court was basically a show that followed the lives of Evelyn Lozada, her problematic unhinged ass, Nivea, you know, don't mess with my man. da 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 -da. That Nivea who is also the mother to one of Lil Wayne's kids who also has children with the dream, aka she rocking that thing like, mm mm-hmm. Or Shorty is a 10. Ooh, you know what? L- don't let me get some auto-tune, you guys. I might, mm, Don't let me get some auto-tune. But Nivea, who has kids with Lil Wayne and The Dream, and then also following Miss Tamar Braxton. And the, basically, it was like for them to find love and they end up getting engaged and getting married. Obviously, Nivea did not find love, but it's okay, Nivea, you're a beautiful woman. Evelyn found love. But then they got engaged, but then the engagement ruined and ended, which I really don't care about Evan Lazada's love life. Trust me, I don't have time to be talking about a bitch who called a black woman ugly. I don't have time to be talking about a bitch who was mimicking that black woman and then also patting down her poom poom in front of everybody on national tv Shirley, i'm gonna say it to you in creole so if you don't know what that means um i'm gonna use your google translate that and then tamar braxton who ended up with jr i don't even remember his last name he's a white dude but if you see him he you could tell he's one of those white guys you know that be hanging out with all the niggas so he be thinking he about that life he about yeah basically he's kind of like paul wall with no swag but he thinks he has swag. And he's a lawyer, but then again, too, here's a little mix-up. He's a lawyer, but with, like, I think he has, like, two baby mamas. I don't know. It's just messy, messy. Him and Tamar were together, but then allegedly what happened was for one of the moments throughout their relationship, Tamar's apartment got robbed. Well, her car got robbed within her apartment building, so Tamar drives, I think she drives a -A AMG. it's a Mercedes, one of the really nice trucks. I want one, actually. But that car got robbed and she posted on instagram and Jr. was just quiet i'm like hmm, sir your girl like her car just got robbed you are supposed to be a protective provider um you're a lawyer what is going on like are you doing things to help this out let's come with these solutions then to find out that him and tamar broke up and that he was wishing the best for her but then he pulled up with Miss Tommy if y'all know who Tommy Lee is that you must have not watched her on Love and Hip Hop and also the show Baddies Tommy used to be with Scrap which you know what I'm just she used to be with Scrap I'm not even gonna be talking about that whole fucking relationship because that shit's a mess go watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta I think like season six around there And then she ended up on Baddies with Natalie Nunn and some of the girls who used to be on the Bad Girls Club and some some of the bitches from fucking social media. They're saying that Tamar had issues with Tommy because we all know about the whole situation with Krishan with Tamar, which I'm not going to be talking about fucking Krishan because if I talk about Krishan, I just get irritated. And we know that Krishan is also on the Baddies franchise. So... Tommy and Jr are courtside at a basketball game. I don't know which one it is, but I'm pretty sure it's the Atlanta one. Just being honest, because they all live in Atlanta. That's the correlation right then and there. Atlanta is a messy-ass fucking city. So mar is like yes i'm moving on i'm about to do me i'm on my pretty girl rock i'm on my pretty girl shit i'm on my level up shit i'm on my i'ma get my bag and not care about the shit basically saying that the love is overrated and that she's focused on the commas she's focused on paying attention to her son doing all these things and then guess what a couple of weeks later we see her with jr his fucking cock-eye ass with his little comb over looking all smiley and giddy Can I just say this before I like finish my commentary but y'all know the movie Django and the character that Leonardo DiCaprio played every single time I see JR I think of that character I don't know why but every single time I see JR I don't know what it is it's just something about that man JR that doesn't sit right with me. I think he's a clout chaser I think he's using Tamar for clout but hey that's not my business and that's not my problem but Miss Tamar I really need you to know that you are getting played by that white man that white man is playing you and I know a lot of people were like especially in like certain sectors on TikTok were like oh my god yes it's a level up she got her white man she got this and that I think I have to keep telling people this just in general even I have to tell my friends sometimes regardless the race of the man that you are with even I'll say this for the men too just for everybody when you are dating someone if even if they're a date if, even if it's like outside of your culture outside of your race because I feel like we don't even talk about like people who like date within their race but then date different cultures but that's a different conversation but even if you date outside of your race regardless of what it is that person still is a person just like that man is still a man they still have morals and ethics. Their morals and ethics might not match with yours. So in the end, I'm going to tell you, regardless how they look like, you still need to vet these motherfuckers. Tamar should be vetting that, man. You're Tamar fucking Braxton. You are literally the sister to a fucking legend. I, Will I say you're a legend yourself? I think you are in your own lane. But also with that, too... You've been on plenty of reality TV shows and you've been on daytime TV. You're literally on fucking Dish Nation talking about celebrity drama and all that shit. And look at your shit is all over the fucking news. So I need her to vet that man. Um, I will say this. Even his baby mamas warned y'all about it. Although we do talk about the bitter baby mamas and we know they are out there. But it's like, girl, she she told you what you're going to be dealing with. And she stuck with that motherfucker for life because they got a fucking kid. You don't got a kid with him. So you got that escape plan right then and there and Tamar if you still want to date that white man but girl at least pick a better looking one that's it at least pick one who definitely he got more money than that I'm not saying JR ain't got money because he is a lawyer but some lawyers don't make money like that I don't know what kind of lawyer he is maybe he's a corporate lawyer because corporate lawyers do make bank but girl like I'm expecting you to be with at least like I don't know maybe like a John B like someone equivalent to that or even like even though I do, can't stand his ass right now, even someone equivalent close to like a Travis Kelsey when it comes to looks, which Travis Kelsey in the whole Taylor Swift shit, we got to talk about that as well. But we'll talk about that next episode and how Travis Kelsey basically used the likings of black women to level himself up and then become to what he is today and then ended up with Taylor Swift. But we're not going to talk about that right now because this next topic does correlate with what I just discussed. But Tamar, girl, you can play by that white man. That's it. Okay, let's get on to the last topic of it all. And this is coming from TikTok. If you guys are not on TikTok, um, I don't know what you guys are doing. Honestly, I used to like be like, well, I'm not gonna go on TikTok. I got on that shit. I was like, oh my god, this is actually very entertaining. You could definitely find your own community. But let's talk about Miss Winnie Parker, who is a YouTuber, she's a TikToker. She just recently got some notoriety on TikTok after having a terrible, terrible experience at a black hair salon in Atlanta. Am I surprised about that? No, because we know how these new school hairstylists are. If you do not wash hair, you cannot touch my fucking hair, period. But... Anybody who's been following Winnie, I actually been following Winnie since like, what, 2020 on YouTube where she used to do like plus size videos, never really got into like her personality because I would watch and be like, bitch, you're boring. I used to just, there, was like, bro, you know what? There's an audience for you. I see it, but I'm not that audience. So hearing that she made these comments saying that. It's better to have, this is what she said. She said this, Winnie said that she thinks it is better for her to have a white audience over a black audience. And Winnie, I'm going to say this to you as someone who works in PR, works in PR for large companies who has sat down on certain company calls. I'm going to tell you a lot of these companies really use the black community black people in general to gain popularity because guess what let's be real and i'll be honest niggas is cool being a nigga is cool being black is cool okay being black is cool people know that we are the original trendsetters when we make something hot everybody else wants to join on to it period so a lot of these companies you'll see in the room they will bring in people like me and other black people into the freaking conversation because we know what's cool and we know it's about to pop up and we know what's underground so for for the fact that you said having a white audience is what's gonna make money honey I'm gonna say this some white people don't be don't be want to spend their money and you're in the beauty industry you're dumb for thinking that because guess what majority of the people who actually spend money on beauty and aesthetic are black women are black women. Black women are literally the ones who spend the most when it comes to hair and beauty. And guess what? We're not even the audience that people want to fucking market to with until fucking Rihanna came out with fucking fancy beauty and everybody was like, Oh shit, this is where the real money's at. We need to market to black women. And I'm going to say this too the black audience is way much more loyal. I will say it again, the black audience is way much lo- more loyal. I will say this right now. I'm not saying that other sector isn't loyal, but I'm saying just for you, Winnie, just for you, because we see it all the time. That one black celebrity gets that what's seen as mainstream media and then some shit pops off. Tiger Woods, Bill Cosby, they run right back to the black community saying they need help. And then there is a good chunk of folks who do want to help them out. So really think about that. Even when it comes to the aspect of Crescent Michelle, and I have to bring her up and I bring her up all the time. Crescent Michelle has an audience that is predominantly what? Black women. You decide to go to go perform at where trump's inauguration right then and there you did some shit where you're thinking okay this is gonna get you mainstream popularity this and that piece and all that shit guess what that fucked up your whole fucking career i don't even want to listen to aston martin music anymore but i still listen to it because of rick ross and maybe drake sometimes but still she fucked that shit up winnie just saying this you basically kind of fucked up your career as a um, influencer only in the aspect of like, you really not knowing your target audience. In the end of it, you're a black woman. And let's be real, there are many sectors and many types of black women you can attract to. You can attract to the black woman that has children who is a single mom and trying to manage your life, because you did say that you're a single mom and you have a biracial child. You could have literally made fucking content from that because there are black women, biracial kids. You could have done some shit like that. And you also said that you are a single mom. So you could have been like, going through that aspect of being a single mother ma- managing like motherhood and then also managing the aspect of being an influencer but then you also had the hair section which you said you wanted to be like the Keith Lee for his hair salons which girl you don't give me that type of energy of you being the Keith Lee for like hair salons in Atlanta because I've never seen you with a nice little bust down I've never seen you with a 40 inch um, bust down I've never seen you with a nice little lace front the makeup has never been hitting the hair has never been hitting but you know what bitch somehow you got an audience and I don't know how the fuck y'all like her but but still Winnie you was wrong for saying that um I don't know why you trying to blame black people for the fact that you lost your Macy's deal bitch I shopped at Macy's and I used to work at Macy's and um if Macy's say they don't want to work with you that's tragic because Macy's literally working with motherfuckers who only got 10k followers in less so that is very sad and um good luck um I just want to say this again um the black audience really is a powerful audience Think about a lot of artists that may not have the notoriety within mainstream America, which we're putting air quotes, and may not be getting plays in certain states, but they are still relevant in their city and they still are multimillionaires. I'm going to keep saying that again because think about them little white girls who be having fucking 30 million followers on Instagram, all them damn subscribers, but they can't sell fucking more than 30 t-shirts, bitch. Make up your fucking mind. You need to really be manifesting the audience that will actually... Click your code. They will use your code so you can get some compensation from that shit. That shit gets on my fucking nerves because y'all be sleeping in the black audience, but then don't realize the black audience is really the ones I be putting motherfuckers on. Think about Jack Harlow. Still be pandering to black women, acting like he like black women when we know damn well. Hmm. I never see you date one. I be seeing you dating the others, but okay. I see what you doing. You see, I, I see it. Same thing with Travis Kelsey and all these other motherfuckers. Please, black women, I need y'all to wake up sometimes when it comes to these motherfuckers who be trying to use us for the notoriety and the use. But then right then and there, they just toss us aside. So please wake up, black women, please. And Miss Winnie, girl, I'm going to just think that you just need some guidance and I think this is your karmic lesson right now. I think where you're like what you're 30, so you're still going through your Saturn return, but it's sad for this to be your peak and your downfall immediately. That is fucking tragic, bitch. This is why I be telling motherfuckers, man. I be telling people straight up, especially if you want to be an influencer, you want to be famous, bro, please, please pray for that success, at least when you're like 32, because honestly, y'all be fucking shit up in y'all 20s, in y'all late 20s, like, I'm so happy that I know my success is coming to my 30s, because bitch, if I were to be fucking um, famous at fucking 21 when I first started this podcast, bro, y'all would have been canceled my ass, y'all would have been canceled me, but when you fuck the fuck fuck shit out of that shit damn man you really lost a macy's deal that is fucking tragic but you guys learn from this more of the lesson do not talk shit about your target audience because guess what if your target audience is paying your bills bitch be happy about it now Winnie gotta be thinking about how the fuck is she gonna market herself but then again to me thinking my pr bag you can use the whole being the bad guy motive and actually use it for your advantage we'll talk about that another time cuz then I'll be talking about Chris Brown and everything and we're not trying to talk no more than like 32 minutes. But you guys, thank you so much for listening to the Let Me Tell You some podcast. Um do I got to leave with a quote? I feel like I always have to leave with a quote. Um I think the end of it is that people will show up for you if they genuinely care about you. And if they don't show up for you, then that just really shows you need to step back and let them live their lives and you will live yours. Because in the end of it, if people really wanted to, they would. And ladies, I'm gonna say this again if that person truly wanted to, they would. There's somebody else out there that will definitely do it for you and 10 times more. So move on. Thank you. And thank you so much for listening to Let Me Taste some Podcast. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify. Wherever you found this podcast is where you gotta follow. You can also follow it on Apple. This is this is a little bit before we changed the name. Also, we got video content coming out soon. So get ready for that. So we'll definitely be on YouTube. So I will get you guys prepared for that. You can follow me on Instagram at it's Wista I-T-S-W-I-S-T-A. And you can follow me on TikTok at Words With Wista. Yes, Words With Wista. You can follow me there if you want to see my outfit of the days or basically hear snippets of this podcast on TikTok. So you guys, I got to go because I got to go write a recommendation letter for my friend because, you know, my friends out here, they're about to level up. So I got to write her a nice little recommendation letter so she can get that back. Okay, bye you guys.